0: Hello again friends and welcome to another episode of My Life in Miniatures. It is season 2 episode 2 and on today's show we're going to have Josh, the Prince of Bailtan, with us talking a little bit later about his life in miniatures. Um, How are you? How's it going? Uh, I'm well, I'm warm. Uh, summer has finally arrived in the United Kingdom, uh, which means everyone's just going to spend three months being uncomfortable and moaning about it until it gets cold again, and then everyone just spends all their time moaning about how it's cold and wet and rainy. But you know, it's nice to have a, a different flavour of moaning, uh, I think, every now and again. So uh, it's warm here. I hope wherever you are, it's comfortable. I hope you've got your your hobby stuff all set out and ready to to enjoy some time. With me and my guest as your company uh, for the next hour or so, uh, yeah, what else have I got to talk to you about? I painted another uh, a dwarf from The Hobbit, uh, I almost said another, because I, I keep referring to them as hobbits, which I know they're not, and for all the Tolkien nerds, I'm, I'm a bit of a Tolkien nerd too, I just, you know, you know you just get like a, a thing in your head, I keep calling, it's Boffa, one of the dwarves, and I keep calling him a hobbit, um, and I'm fine with that. I can live with that, but um, I painted him, and I absolutely adored painting it. Such a nice miniature to work on. Uh, so many beautiful, fine details, on just did this symphony of browns. And I think I might, I might throw him in towards the old um, Middle Earth category at Golden Demon one day. See what the uh, the seasoned judges from the Miniatures Studio uh, think about my efforts there. But, um, yeah, I'm really happy. Uh, I found a way to do eyes that I don't hate, right? I mean, this is my, my tip for doing eyes. Get yourself a, uh, some Vallejo paints. Get yourself a white and uh, either a black or a dark brown or something like that and use them to do the eyes. And why would I recommend using Vallejo over Citadel for doing eyes? Because the paint stays wetter longer, so you can have a very small amount on your brush, and it doesn't dry out before, uh, before you know, between the trip between the palette and and the actual miniature. So, uh, And I did tiny, teeny, tiny eyes, and I didn't want to scream and throw the miniature across the room, which is usually what happens when I try to paint eyes. So that's my top tip. I hope it's useful. Give it a go if you're feeling feeling brave. Um, but, yeah, uh, what else? What's, what's been happening in Hobbyland? Uh, we've got news of new paints. And I'm very excited about this. Um, we, we've been told of some new stuff. There's a newly formulated white spray, which is fine if you like white sprays. I never use it. But uh, if you do use it, that should be fun because um, I'm sure that's going to be an improvement on the existing white spray. Uh, there's the new contrast paints, which are, I mean, it's its like a bag of Skittles has exploded in a paint factory. And they're the most vibrant and vivid of colors um so they're going to be fun but the thing i'm really looking forward to um above all else are the new shade paints uh, new new washes and shades uh, to use on the miniatures because the ones that they've shown off on warhammer community it look so nice and i think that range of of shades now is just it's next level it's fantastic it's, it's really brilliant um i think it's completely fleshed out now and and yeah, I cannot wait to get using those because I think they're going to be so much fun uh to play around with. And uh I'll I'll have to do some merch if I do them, I will uh, I will stick them on to heresyandheroes.com. Uh I I'll do some tutorials or a little walkthrough of my experiences or something like that. Um but yeah. There you go. Uh what else have I got to say? I don't think I've got that much else to tell you at all, actually. Uh, except to say that, of course, you can follow me, John, uh, and my life in miniatures on social media. You can follow me on uh, Twitter, which is at Heresy Heroes. Um, you can follow uh, this podcast and my personal hobby blog uh, on Instagram at My Life in Miniatures. That's my underscore life underscore uh, in underscore miniatures. Um, And, yeah, you can always visit heresyandheroes.com where you will find the entire back catalogue of My Life in Miniatures podcast. Just use the tab at the top of the page. uh, You'll find it there. Um, Or you can, of course, find this podcast on Spotify, Audible, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, I was looking at my statistics the other day to see how many people are actually listening, and it's a good number. I'm I'm not going to say what it is yet because it's still growing, you know. Uh, it's a good number, but I saw there were like 20 different places where you can find uh, this podcast as well, so um, there you go. As, well, you found it, obviously, because you're here listening to me, so well done you. Um, right, let's let's talk about my guest today. My guest today is Josh, um, who I have become quite familiar with on Twitter over the last few months because he is a... Wave of hobby positivity. He is a hurricane of hobby happiness. There's some alliteration for you, um, and it's really nice having his stuff appear on my social media um, every every day. Um, it's great. Uh, I really recommend giving him a follow. You can find him on Twitter at Prince of tan and of course, Baeltan is spelled B-I-E-L-T-A-N. Uh, and on Instagram, at Fresh Prince of FreshPrinceOfBeltan, um, and he runs a blog called PrinceOfBeltan.com. Do you pronounce it Beltan, or Beeltan, or Bialtan, or, I don't know, I always called it Beltan, but anyway, you can find him there, he is the Fresh Prince of Beltan, and he is fantastic, and I've got to say, this is, I have had so much fun with every single guest that I've had on this podcast, but josh's is uh i think it's a little bit extra inspiring and i hope you're gonna enjoy it uh i sure as sure as hell enjoyed um recording it uh he's absolutely bloody brilliant um lovely voice which is always nice so when when you edit podcasts uh you do start judging people by their voices a little bit thankfully mine's usually the worst everyone else i've had on brilliant but um because you edit right when you edit a podcast you do loads of clips of you know you take out all the lip smacks and the ums and the ers and uh, a few things and um i barely had to do that with josh it was great uh, so um any future guests if you would like a, a, an idea of the standards one can achieve uh, as a guest on this podcast do do listen to this episode um i will say my voice is a little bit muffled in some parts but it's only the bits where i'm sort of Talking at the same time, Ask Josh. Thankfully, Josh's voice is the dominant one in the recording. Uh, and my voice is absolutely fine when uh, I'm talking uh, without talking over the top of him. Um, it's just a lesson to not talk over the top of your guest, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I hope you really enjoy this. Uh, it, it was a fantastic uh, session. And Josh is a phenomenally great guy. Again, give him a follow. Prince of Beltown on Twitter. Fresh Prince of Beltan on Insta Um, Yeah, check him out And without any further ado Yes, I still say that all the time Um, New listeners, go back to season one Listen through that and find out how many times I say Without any further ado Because it's quite a lot Um, Yes, without any further ado There you go, said it twice already Here is my conversation with Josh The Fresh Prince of Beltan About his life in miniatures Josh how are you hello
1: hey john yeah i'm doing really well um i'm i'm very thrilled to be here uh, to chat with you about uh about my toy soldiers and various stuff. uh <laughs> various musings around them yeah very yeah. thrilled
0: nice well yeah it's uh, it's lovely to have you on um let's go let's jump straight into it cuz uh this is this is still early on in season 2 for me so i'm still you know i'm, I'm dusting off the cobwebs when it comes <laughs> to uh my interviewing technique. so let's just dive straight into it um your very first well actually though, before we we go into what exactly your first miniature was how did you i'm always interested in this how did you find toy soldiers or games workshop or, or mm-hmm. what was your very early entry into the hobby what
1: yeah uh, what yeah um so that is it is interesting actually isn't it getting everyone's uh, almost like it's like the superhero origin story um or, or <laughs> yeah, how they were how...
0: there a bit yes all right, and,
1: um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah or how 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 maybe more how it was inflicted upon you um we'll go one, one way or the other um mine was very very normal um it was i i came across uh i think when i was in primary school uh which is like the first like for i guess american listeners yeah. um is um yeah i was in primary school and a kid of my a kid in class uh, had a white dwarf magazine in his bag um which i thought was a um like a video game magazine like yeah, you yeah. know i was expecting it to be full of playstation games uh game boy games that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and i actually want to say i was kind of right because it was around the time of um the, uh the dawn of war games uh, oh, for, the, for no. pc and no. um and the the warhammer 40,000 fire warrior game for the playstation 2. Okay. Um yeah. so yeah 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 definitely. Um so it was sometime around there that I I you know I found out about it saw that the rest of the magazine wasn't video games and was kind of disappointed and that it yeah. was you know pretty <laughs> like toys and stuff. <laughs> um but my yeah no absolutely like Peaked my curiosity. I, I think I got into reading the battle reports and seeing the old um, dioramas. Sorry, yeah. not dioramas, like uh, almost like the top-down like infographic oh, yes. yeah, yeah, that they yeah, used yeah. to do. Um, and yeah, the, and just following along with those. Um, I definitely didn't have and i an understanding probably of what exactly the hobby was um right. at that point but i wandered into a games workshop eventually and uh, it's that's it's all been downhill from there
0: yes <laughs> That's yes. <laughs> i always think of i always blame um my still best friend who i've known since i was two um when we were nine he brought he said to me one day at school he was like have you have you seen white dwarf and i thought he was talking about red dwarf and i was like do you mean red dwarf oh yeah was like, that was really good last night he was like no 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 White dwarf, and I was like, "There's no such thing." And he's like, "Yeah, there is. I'll, I'll bring it in." And he brought it in the next day. I remember opening it and just thinking, "Oh, so someone just reached inside my brain, took my imagination, and made toy soldiers out of it." Great, fine, that's
1: the, yeah, that's um, awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I still, I still blame him for the. I don't want to think about how much money I've spent on it over the years. So um <laughs> yeah, he still gets some stick for that. But so you go into your, your Games Workshop for the first time. I'm sure there was mm-hmm. a very um, Happy friendly man in a red shirt or a blue shirt or whatever it was at the time yeah, depending on the era. I'm not going oh, yeah. quite remember. <laughs> um, but the first thing you picked up was, and I as a as a died in the Wall heretic, I'm quite happy with this. The first thing you mm. picked up was a Chaos Space Marine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I um obviously I think you have the the experience where you know you you go over, you tell a story, you roll a dice, and um yeah. you put like a couple of um i was going to say thin coats but they definitely weren't thin coats back then no, they were slathered no, no. slathered yeah yeah, the slathered and kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, um quantity, not quality that was it yeah yeah definitely uh, it was so I, I probably did one of those but the um the first thing was um was was, was chaos space marines yeah because I, I just remember them looking like the, you know, it was the models we'd just, you know, gone of, but they were so much cooler because they had like mm-hmm. they had skulls and chains and horns and all of this, like yeah, yeah. very, very um, Saturday morning cartoon villain kind yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> kind yeah. of flavor to them. Um, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I went in, I went to, and I remember, cause I, I, I actually got into a hobby with my younger brother at the time mm-hmm. um, and he Ah, uh, he was—he really liked uh, Space Wolves, so it was. I remember, yeah, those early, those early kind of like nights of building uh, my Chaos Space Marines versus his Space Wolves, and obviously we hadn't a clue what we were doing or how to play or anything. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I was drawn to drawn to Chaos immediately somehow. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, sensible man.
0: Yes, it's uh, well, no, they're just they it's all the spikes that just makes them look cooler. yeah yeah
1: and the um it's it's been a long-standing thing like I've always um I've had multiple sort of like kind of chaos collections over Mm -hmm. the years um so it was certainly impactful and um uh, even leading into you know just enjoying things like you know the Horus Heresy because of that um and yeah so it's been a very very um like formative like first uh, first step into the hobby which I'm still I'm, I'm really happy about because you know that I still kind of enjoy them to this day so um
0: yes yeah. there is something about chaos marines and I, I find this when I talk to people who started off with chaos it happens more with them than anyone else mm-hmm. it's when you get into it for the first time there's all it just plants a seed at the back of your brain I mean there are people who start off with orcs and will do an orc army and then move on to space marines and never paint an mm-hmm. orc again People who start with Chaos Space Marines or demons will just all of you know, they'll they'll go off, they'll paint three thousand points of tau and then be like, I do want to paint a night lord though. And, you know, just one, just get just one to get it out of my system. Cause mm. it's something about this it's that insidious nature of chaos. I
1: think it, it sort of sits in our brains a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. One. Takes a takes a hold um in one way or the other. And I just I just remember the even um Back when I can never, I can never quite remember with the the early editions of of, of Warhammer. because I, I think that the one I started with wasn't probably that early. I think it was maybe like fourth or yeah, would have been fifth fourth or, or fifth, third something mm-hmm. something around those times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember the the art back then for mm-hmm. um, for Chaos stuff was so so like esoteric and like so. Um, I remember yeah. those uh, those like towering old artwork of. Like uh, thousand Suns, sorcerers and um, the the cornet, like uh, I I can in my head, I can see the art with like like cross axes and like all the inlay in the art. It was just so so cool. Um, And yeah, you just can't shake it, can you? No, no,
0: it's like it's like heavy metal. It doesn't die. It just sort of hangs Mm. around, and it's uh, yeah, no. And so, your first chaos space marine. Did you did you have a particular uh, legion or? or band that you painted it in
1: yeah i um, i remember at the time um i remember at the time i painted them uh, i painted them as black legion because yeah. i thought uh it would be really easy yeah because yeah. <laughs> i was like that you know, <laughs> yeah that's the one it's um you know spray them spray them chaos black paint in the bone mm. uh, painfully over black uh, because i don't know any better um, and you know, do a bit of red, like blood, here and there. I I seem to remember at the time. I I, I quite like Night Lords, um, yeah. like, and I I think I might have been put off by the like the the lightning strikes and things. But right, um,
0: so yeah, in in second edition, when um, <clears throat> a bunch of Chaos Kits came out for the first time, things like the the old sort of lead dreadnought with the big power mm. scourge hand thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all the. Things in White Dwarf were painted as night lords. And I was like, mm. "It's why pick the most difficult? Like, we're all got to learn how to paint lightning, have we? Great, that'll be
1: easy, you know." Yeah, but, yeah. It was the very, very, um, like, yeah. I mean, the very, very striking color scheme, but absolutely, yeah. For your first, uh um, easy. Insight, no, not at all. And it's, I do remember that actually because they had those, um, like collector guides. Because I remember having mm. one of those from when you can order. Um, like stuff through the post and things. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I remember the a prevalence of Night Lords. I'm not sure. Someone must have been a fan back then. Yeah,
0: someone was. <laughs> Although I've got one of those old collector's guides that someone was throwing out and it's got something in it that would never appear today, <laughs> uh, which I love that this ever was a thing with Games Workshop. They It was someone's army and they had a... Uh, they might have been Night Lords. I can't remember. They might have been mm. just Black Legion, but they'd taken... They had a squad of, I think they were calling them Chaos Chosen, Mm -hmm. and all the heads were taken from famous movie villain monsters. So it's like Freddy (laughs) Krueger, the Scream guy, uh, Pennywise the clown. It's just like, and it was in a GW publication. They actually went, yeah, no, this is fine, this is great, this is (laughs) before IP laws existed. um, Oh gosh, no way! Yeah, Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, this is incredible. <laughs> it's incredible! I'll have to dig out a photo and put it online Ooh. at some point. But um, yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah. Okay, so uh, did did that uh, first Chaos Space Marine that inspired an army and
1: uh, or a, a battle force and um, yeah, yeah the uh, the first the first Chaos Space Marine I think inspired about. I think it probably was about a 500-point collection um, at the time. So maybe a couple of squads. Uh, I had a Rhino. Yeah.
0: um,
1: I remember that. And I I got the old, and this is a a model I'd love to get my hands on again these days, Um, the old Demon Prince, the metal Juan Diaz. um, Oh, yeah. The one that's it's like almost stylistically being redesigned in plastic over the years. Yes. Um, but I, I remember having that and that was like the coolest, like, that was like my my, my, my favorite model in my collection. Beast, um, yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. I remember him being horrendously difficult to put together um, mm. just for, as a child with super glue, um, with Maybe minimal supervision. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that being the case. So, yeah, I think it was a couple of squads. I think I had a squad of corn berserkers as well. But that was probably, I think, back in the day, maybe around five hundred ish. And I definitely didn't quite understand the the size of armies back then. I just sort of, no. I know that I knew that points existed, um, and because everything had points in the in the codexes. And that White Dwarf magazine had a couple of different ones. But um yeah, for some reason I, I thought I, I I pretty much thought I was done then. I thought, oh that's an army, because I've hit a threshold. I've hit five hundred. That's that's mm-hmm. a that's a, a recognizable army. That is, um, isn't it? Little did we know. Um mm-hmm. every subsequent project mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of uh <laughs> enveloped that in size and even subsequent chaos armies. Um yeah. I have a couple of models, I think, of the first squad still, but um mm-hmm. I think the the majority of that army I think uh, might have been lost or damaged over the years and like yeah, uh, yeah. house yeah. moves and things like that. It happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. We
0: don't realise how special they are until many mm. years later. And I, oh, I wish I'd kept some of those. I saw so many of my first ones at car boot sales and things like that when yeah. i I had my hobby break my um my girls and rugby break as i call it which you know
1: <laughs>
0: um hit yeah. 13 it's like oh no i don't like those toy soldier things anymore
1: Pfft, what nah yeah i'd hate to say that i uh, i i couldn't relate but i absolutely can yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i <can't laughs> do everybody really do. does it <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone does it's fine
0: um all right so we've spoken about your heretic heart with which I'm very pleased. Um, Mm. The next models that I want to talk to you about come from a much newer uh, army um, and we're going to start off with um, Stormcast Eternals Vindicator. Uh, Or no, yeah, it is Vindicator. I can, this is because of...
1: um, No, I I entirely know what you mean and they are are, um, Vindictors which is uh, which is what... I know, yeah, because I'm I'm the same. It's like I was going to call it Vindicare, or vin, yeah, Vindicare, Vindicator, yeah, yeah. Vindaloo, you know, Doncaster
0: <laughs> <all. laughs> <Talking laughs> Vindaloo, I well, yeah, remember. There's, there's, there's
1: probably one of those somewhere in the in the yes. realm, the mortal realms. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, those uh, those are certainly a lot newer. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes, a lot newer. So, what was it about painting uh, the Vindictors that you really enjoyed?
1: Yeah, so um the, the Vindictors are um a very like they're a very special um unit uh, for me. Um which is why obviously you know we've uh, we're talking about them now. Mm-hmm. Um and it's because they've they came at a, a kind of interesting time in my life. Right. So Age of Sigmar um is now in its third edition at yep. uh time of recording. And the Vindictors were well, they like they're the 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 kind of base frontline kind of troop, you know, you're your bread yeah, and butter, they, your, your fantasy tactical squad. Um, right. they're like the least, the least fancy of the of the entire box, yeah.
0: They are the new um, liberator,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely. They're just your your bread and butter. Um, and this box came out actually, a um, it came out, like I said, during an interesting time in my life. I'd actually been uh quite unwell, um, right. uh, when, around uh, this kind of time, um in the year like prior to Age of Sigma 3 coming out so 2021 um i'd gotten a bit of a, a bit of a health condition uh which meant i um, for a time lost a lot of my vision mm-hmm. um yeah I, I know it was it was very rough um it was a a nerve condition that meant i uh, i lost a lot of my sight for a time and um mm-hmm. it kind of trickled trickled back up but that meant i i kind of struggled to do a lot of the things that um uh, that i enjoyed um at the yeah. time i mean there are a lot of a lot of other things but um just things like i don't know watching uh, watching tv playing yeah. video games reading yeah. books and and obviously painting miniatures yeah um so i had um i i' had not picked up a brush this this illness lasted around um um between like six to nine months so it had been a very very like long time um, yeah. that i I, I hadn't been able to kind of touch anything like that. Yeah. And then this this third edition starter set comes out for Age of Sigmar. My my site's like recor- recovering a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm 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 kind of sick of being like, you know, feeling like a bit sorry for myself and a little held yeah. back. So I'm like, I'm gonna try and get back into it. Um, the models are I'm like the models are all easy to build they're all the push fit monopose. so I'm like that's absolutely perfect for me at the moment um, and you know they're, they're big and chunky and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do my best mm. um, so I I, I kind of struggled through them I struggled through putting them together I uh, can't but it, it, it made me it made me think about new ways to like approach my hobby so um like i said I, I got a really great appreciation for the easy to build kits um thinking about course, their yeah. their value with um for people with uh like sight or um uh like motor conditions um that course, was absolutely wonderful um and also kind of working with new new ways of painting that I, I hadn't like considered in the past. Mm. So I, I I learned to use like um a lot of the effects with contrast paints to yeah. um kind of equate for techniques that I wasn't necessarily as good at anymore. Mm-hmm. Um like definitely it was and pretty much an impossibility for me at the time to like do the faces very well or like paint the eyes very well. So mm-hmm. um, we did lots of cool crackling. Um, crackling lightning like from the eyes and glows and cool. um, yeah. like instead of like painting gold the traditional way with highlights and stuff we just sprayed the model lead belcher uh, whacked on some nasdrag yellow uh, which yep. is a dark yellow contrast paint to to make yeah. this really easy like burnished looking gold yep. and basically i the through painting the vindictors i kind of almost like it was it was like a small victory for me yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd, I'd actually, I'd managed to, you know, finish, uh, one model at first and then even, even better, like even the thing that was like patted me on the back was I painted that one model, that one Vindictor and I posted it online. Um, and the, the kind team at, at Warhammer community were, um, were, were, were kind enough to reach out and say, Oh, you know, we, we really love this. Um, yeah. and he was me thinking, this is probably the worst model I've painted in years, because of, you know, various something or others limitations or trying to kind of find my groove again with the brush and with paint. But mm. they were like, it's it's actually really great. we'd love to oh, we'd love wow. to put it in the article. Awesome. And yeah. And that, that was that was overwhelming for me. I I felt um I felt so positive that um you know yeah. someone else or so people had kind of taken that that approach and I they'd seen something in it that I I I kind of hadn't and it, it led me, it gave me the strength to kind of like carry on and, uh, and, and do the rest of the box. And I'm, I still, I still smile when I think about it because, yeah, um, it was, it was, it was a tough time and those sure. yeah. those models really, uh, those models really helped me there.
0: That's great. I mean, so I've got to ask the question, how, how's your eyesight doing now?
1: Um, yeah, so my, um, uh, my eyesight's not entirely, uh, uh it's not entirely recovered. It's, it was one of those right. conditions where it would, um, it kind of gotten worse like and it got worse for a bit and then it kind of got quite bad and then um, it would kind of trickle back up Um, but they said it was never going to trickle back up to full so I've got uh, it's hard to quantify but like I've got a lot more than I used to (laughs) (laughs) and we've just been we've just been like yeah just practicing and trying to trying to get everything back. Uh, My depth isn't what it was, um, so I do struggle with some of the finer details. But just, like, contrast paints have been really handy for, like, shading and um, just leaning into, you know, different new techniques. And also it gave me an opportunity. I actually built a lot of confidence back up with painting larger models, Mm -hmm. um, like uh, like ogres and uh, giants and stuff like that, because I just, yeah, found them uh, easier to kind of see and get on with yeah definitely
0: it's uh well that, that's quite inspiring really because i mean it's uh, you know i i've I've spoken mm-hmm. to people before who've had uh nerve damage in their in their hands and their arms and have had mm-hmm. to sort of relearn how to paint but yeah. the idea you know i'm just i'm in a i suppose semi-selfish way i'm thinking about myself like suddenly if, if i lost my eyesight or if my eyesight deteriorated so much mm-hmm. i i'd feel you know dreadful about it but you know, that's so nice to hear that you actually, you know, you found something and you worked with it and you found ways to make it work and ways to enjoy it. And I mean, that's the most important thing is that you enjoyed it and you enjoyed doing it. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, congratulations on getting it featured by the Warhammer community team um, who are nice people. I do, I, I still know a few of them. Um, and yeah, I, I just, uh, I mean, there's, there's really sort of encouraging to hear that you know you can you go through something like that and still come out the end producing great looking stuff because i've seen some of your stormcast and um, i actually did so i looked at some of them today and they look fantastic and you know you you wouldn't realize that there was any uh problems with your eyes by looking at them and you know it's just this and you know like i say i i appreciate that i
1: i feel that um um we hobbyists we can like we can be our own worst critics um, yeah. and I think oh, that really yeah definitely with me it was um it was like I could see that it was worse than what I had been putting out and that was really like I mean obviously because I was uh <laughs> um I was I was painting like through uh, some some like health difficulty but I could mm-hmm. never kind of get like I was like oh man you know am I gonna kind of I mean, I wasn't great to begin with, so <laughs> I was like, oh. "We're gonna, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to really." Pick. But it, that, but yeah, that like um, that that dedication, you know, like I said, that kind of that approach, it was really helpful for me. Um, and yeah,
0: right. so it, uh, and you know, this is potentially door stopping you with this question, but if if someone else is uh, maybe listening to this and is having a similar. Problem or a similar worry what what's the one bit of advice you'd get them in terms of getting on with a hobby or, or or doing something they enjoy
1: yeah absolutely um i mean it's 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 a it's, it's it's tough um and it's 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 interesting now I'm trying to think of like um what i would have i would have liked to have heard um uh, maybe yeah. you know a year or so ago, but some things i have uh, thought about like in the time uh, because there was a long time that I wasn't able to kind of enjoy uh, the things I used to. And that definitely made me miss them. Like it made me, um, it made me like kind of really remember like why I fell in love with like miniature wargaming and things to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of would want to say that that feeling, um, no matter like when you like, if you're, if you're away from the hobby for, a reason like you you physically or, you know, um, for whatever matter of your health, you feel like you can't, you know, participate or you can't um, engage with a hobby like you You, you feel like you want to. Um, I kind of want to remind you that um, your output um, is, is your own and mm-hmm. you don't have uh, you can because right now on social media, we see so many incredible armies and we see so much um so, so many brilliant and inspiring things that like as hobbyists we want to take we want to internalize and we want to say I could do that I could maybe do mm-hmm. something like this or I could learn from that and I can make my next thing better or but obviously it goes the other way as well we can sometimes be like I, I, I could never do that um yeah. I could yeah. I could I could you know how, how on earth am I going to do that and that was the kind of that was the kind of mindset I was in at the time. Yeah. And what I would say by your output is your own is that when the hobby community exists out there to inspire us, um, but it's not a stick to beat you up with. Like you don't want to be like getting into that mindset of, you know, here's, here's things I can't do. And it's more about finding that relationship with what you can do at the moment. And if what you can do is assemble an easy to build model, even though they're not your preference or if you might prefer you know kind of the the kit bashing and posability. Mm. it's 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 that it's that step towards reevaluating like your relationship um with like with what you can do um and and that focus on you know that, that assembling that easy to build model that can be that can be a victory for you and it can it can start that um, that kind of inspirational, you know, okay, maybe I can assemble a second one. Maybe I can assemble a third one, but even, even just one is, you know, it's, it's Herculean when, when the odds are against you. Definitely. Um, and I would also like, I'd also like to say that, you know, thinking about techniques and things that you used to be able to do, or you might find difficult now, um, don't like be afraid to use that as room to explore new spaces um, whether that's like myself, I found you know to enjoy uh, painting larger figures. Uh, some that I would actually have been quite intimidated by, probably yeah. like in the past, yeah. because you know you think, oh, it's a large figure, I'll probably show all of my mistakes. But now it was like, oh, do you know what? This is this is comfortable for me to work with, and I actually found yeah. myself you know enjoying it all the more and painting all the more. Um, so basically, it can be quite easy to talk yourself out of it, and it can be quite easy to. Um, to get um kind of you know discouraged with kind of seeing the difference in like who you are at the moment and like you know where you want to be um but your output like whatever it is 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 totally all right and even and especially from the other side of the coin if you if you can't do it you know right now if you really can't that's that's also okay you know, yeah. because there'll be a time that you can pick up the brush. There'll be a time that, you know, you, you will be rolling dice again. Um, and it's just going to be all the better for when you do get there.
0: Great words. Good. Yes. I like it. That's um, a fine message, I think. Well done. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Now we could spend all the all- time on that i quite like it because this podcast is always nice when your guest does all the talking um, so that is very good. <laughs> um but we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna move on to your next model and i know it's one that's close to your heart and it's another stormcaster channel uh it is uh the monster himself uh the the absolute unit bastion <laughs> yeah um, yeah the uh the
1: lord lord commander that's that's yeah. The guy. yeah right there
0: i remember uh, i remember getting him and uh Putting it together and thinking, "Blimey, he's big!" Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what what particularly did you like about uh, Bastian Carvalos?
1: Uh, Bastian Carvalos. Um, when I think of uh, when I think of like models like released of the of, in recent years, is probably uh, it's 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 probably my favorite. It's yeah. it's it, it means it means so much to me. Like you said, it's it's a model that's very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it also came at the right time as well because this um, this model actually released shortly after I was I was painting that I was you know getting back into my painting yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. and and relearning and that and and, and painting up that Stormcast Eternals force. Um, but Bastion, I was absolutely blown away with. So if you're unfamiliar with the model, think um, if you've seen the the Thor films, like think think Heimdall, uh, mm-hmm. think like um, this absolute like this this thunderous giant um who like just like commands authority marching out like already um almost like kind of similar to um uh, to like you know manius calgar or um yeah. uh, those kinds of you know at the those leaders at the, at the at the legions of the of the space marines um but for the stormcast eternals as well yeah. now um i I was really, really pleased with uh was, with Bastian Carfalos. Um, like for those who are unfamiliar, um, Bastian Carfalos, um, not like is is coded or anything, he is he's a black um Stormcast Eternal, yeah. um, in that his, you know, he's has the uh the ethnic features of a black man and he is a visible hero. Now that means so much um as a hobbyist of color, um, yeah. just to see like. Heroes of color right at the forefront um, of of your favorite universes, and it's something that I think Age of Sigmar at the moment does a little better than Warhammer Forty Thousand yeah. um, in terms of um, uh, in terms of representation within its characters. Um, but it really, really makes it uh, really makes a difference. Um, mm. Warhammer community put up, uh, and I'm I hope that. Uh, he doesn't mind when I reference him. They put up a fantastic article um, uh, when Bastion Carthalos was coming out, and it was about a father and son yeah, um, yeah. who uh, were able to paint it together. Now, um, the uh, the father um, and son, like I said, they both painted the model together. The son um, was able to paint a hero that had the same mm. or a similar skin tone as him, and the dad was able to connect with the son through the model, and yeah. it honestly just it warms my heart just it to see it, it is just bad. to see the absolute like almost the 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 just the power that a, a warhammer figure that just a visible character um could bring in that you know you know that character is going to uh, inspire um a lot of cool stormcast collections um a lot of cool hobbyists of color who um and hobbyists and hobbyists in general of course yeah, so. um because they're going to be like, Oh, you know, that's, that's awesome. I want to, I want to, I don't know, it's Halloween. I want to dress up as Bastian Carthalos, you know, because I want to, I, I, because I can and cause I, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's such a wondrous feeling. And as I said, when we come to the model, this, this came at the perfect time of me trying to like, you know, kind of get back in with um, uh, engaging with the hobby after my, um, my, my, like my health absence. Um, so seeing this, I was like, right. This is this is kind of the capstone of like what's, what I'm what I'm loving about the hobby. It's that I know that we're we the hobby's moving in a great direction. Um, I know that we're going to see some awesome new figures, some awesome new armies, even that are just celebrating what's 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 great about so many different cultures, um, and that we're going to see some really awesome minis, like because of that, in the future. Yeah. Um, it's really, really, um, uh, it's really great to see.
0: Yeah, no, they, it is really, and it's, it's you put it very well. I remember that article very well because I just thought it was lovely. And mm. um, this this leads us slightly away from your list of miniatures, but you also wrote recently a, an article, which I thought was very good. I read it, um, called You Can Paint Them However You Want. Yeah. Um, th- tell us a little bit about that article and, and why you chose to write it and why you know what it what it means well, what it's trying to say, I suppose.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so um, you can paint them however you want is um, it's an article that I tried to um, communicate like some just like some feelings that I'd felt um, over my time in the hobby. Um, so you can paint them however you like is something I've heard a lot of times um, in like my my hobby life. Yeah. Um, as, uh, as a hobbyist of color, I've always sought to like try and diversify the armies that I paint. Yeah. Um, and it's about sometimes the difficulty that I've found in doing that. Um, and that can, that can come in a couple of, a couple of ways. Um, you know, over my life, I found it a little confusing to paint certain skin tones because mm-hmm. there wasn't necessarily, um, like the tutorials and in, in easy to access places. Very fair. Um, Or there wasn't the, the the paints weren't necessarily clearly marked out as like what to use. Um, so I would be, you know, looking at looking at my skin tone um or looking at my model skin tones and being like, mm-hmm. well is this is this um is this is this is this leather? Is this earth? Is this well if it's if the skin yeah. is leather, what do I paint the leather? Um, and I found it like quite confusing. And just to clarify hobbyists that I've spoken to who have said, you can, you know, you can, well, you know, what does it matter? You can paint them any way you like. It's been, it's been very well meant, you know, it's been yeah. like, it's not been, um, oh, you, you know, you know, this hobby isn't for you. It's been, well, no, of course you can. And I was more trying to highlight some of the, uh, some of the differences that, um, some hobbyists might have when they're trying to, um, accurately represent uh, themselves on the table. Um, one that I did point out, for example, was that um, a lot of miniature uh, starter sets put out by companies, you know, they do have like a a like a clearly marked flesh tone. Yeah, um, um It's usually a, it's usually a pale or a Caucasian flesh tone, mm-hmm. um, and then it's kind of up to the new hobbyists to kind of figure it out, or they might have to like buy additional uh, paints to um, kind of start their hobby journey. So yeah, there's obviously there can be that kind of um, initial financial um, like barrier um or kind of consideration would probably move yeah, the yeah. word there yeah. um and i just kind of wanted to write the article but it's actually written in a celebratory tone because mm. um i wanted to kind of point out the the direction that the hobby is going in and uh, and bastion's a really great example of this um in that you have a model not uh, a model that has um like caucasian or uh, white European sort of features um, that you can paint however you like. Yeah. Um, you have a black man who is your the, the the like the leader or the hero in this scenario, yeah. and that's just going. It's writing about how that's just going to speak differently to um, to some audiences. Um, and yeah, the the article you can paint them however you like was definitely about seeing. You know, we've we're we're walking an awesome path of um, of, of representation of seeing um, these great new storied heroes that are going to be like gracing our tabletops um it's acknowledging like where we're where we've come from and maybe you know kind of suggesting some steps where we still have to go but it's uh it's overwhelmingly a positive thing that the uh the hobby is embracing so much more and it and it's growing you know the, the hobby's the hobby's growing all the time so um the more people that find themselves, you know, represented and welcome is always uh, something that, like, really inspires me.
0: Yeah. Well, they're very well put. And it's a very good article. I'd urge all listeners to, to go and find it um, and have a read of it. Um, it's. I believe I, I saw today actually. It's the pinned post on your Twitter. So um,
1: it is. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. It's. Um, uh, it's. It's on my Twitter uh, or inv- it's in some some places on the internet. You know. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll make sure that people can find it. Don't worry. Thank you. Um, yeah. No. I think it's, it's. You're doing good work. And um, yeah, I, I read it and I thought I agreed absolutely. And like you say, it's. It's a. It's. It's a positive tone and it's showing us. Mm. You know, we're hopefully the. I suppose we're going in the right direction still still a way to go but going in the right direction yeah. absolutely yeah. Uh, yeah well that's nice now um let's get back to your miniatures because uh I suppose this this uh folds into your uh newfound appreciation of larger things mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, but we're going we're going very green uh tell us about your enjoyment of gas
1: yeah, um, Gaskell. This is so. This is um. This is the uh, specifically the new one. I've never painted the uh, the or any of the earlier editions of Gaskell. Uh, um so, see, I so painted we
0: painted the one from second edition, I think. Oh, the, I
1: had the um. My one of my friends, uh, one of my good friends who I still game with now, he had Orcs at the time. So it was the, Well, you you know, you can't you can't have Orcs because I have Orcs, and yeah, that would be yeah, you know. Yeah. No, oh, well, our, our, our little minds couldn't wrap our head around us both collecting the same army. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I still,
0: my friend who's a much better painter than me that he wasn't allowed to paint Blood Angels cuz he'd make mine look rubbish. <laughs> but,
1: um, yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a, he's a very uh, he was a very um, prolific painter, um, although um painting uh 90 orc boys um yeah. in, in 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 I know in, in one yeah. girl. That's that's a, that's that's a batch and take that guy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, more than, um him than me. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Ironically, here uh, his next army after that was custodies. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: he's earned a break, probably. Yeah, I think yeah. absolutely.
1: Uh, but yeah, Gaskell was uh, was really awesome. So um, I picked up the. Um, I think it was Prophecy of the Wolf was the box. Right. Where yes, it was like correct. half half space wolves and half and half orcs. This yeah, was, was one of the now. boxes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, it. Was one of the boxes that came out of of a lockdown. Yeah. Um so you know nothing but nothing but time mm. uh, to to paint for some of us. Um and I really I really enjoyed um kind of that that first chance to paint, you know, something that little bit different. Um it was it was um a new way to experience um like, you know, Warhammer 40,000 was with the orcs with with everything being a bit a bit bashed up and if it was a bit messy, it kind of didn't matter um, because it was very, it was almost like very freeing to be able to, you know, the, we've not, not too many clean edge highlights from space Marines. Um, mm. We've, we've, we've totally got like new territory. And I can imagine that's yeah. something that all players are really, really, um, mm. really fond of. I'm sure. Um, Gaskell um, himself, um, he's, you know he was one of those that I, I i enjoyed painting um i snapped a couple of photos of because it was down, he, he he never actually saw the gaming table um but he did go on to do great things um it was <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing a pattern here and it's the pattern mm. is warhammer community inspiring me to do things <laughs> yes
0: yes they're, they're good at that aren't they yeah uh,
1: they're, they're very good at their jobs of uh, influencing us all mm. um but there was uh there was one of the times you know that they they post their things online and they're like oh show us your ox, you know do that kind of thing um and i showed them gascole um and gascole was uh was painted at the time um as a bit of an experiment and it was uh, solely with um uh, solely with contrast paints like from top to bottom um so it was like just you know trying new things out yeah um they were like oh that's you know posted that on the thing that's really that's really cool um and this was several months ago um so i mean it's strange tangent obviously at the time of recording uh we we still have some uh some unrest uh in uh eastern europe uh with unfortunately, Ukraine. Yes, yes. yes unfortunately um and what i i did at the time after the model was featured i was like um you know uh well let's let's try and do a little bit of good um and i um i actually put him up for a charity auction um mm. just for a british red cross mm. um for their like efforts and um it was it was really really um inspirational uh thing because i i had no idea what i was doing auctioning off the mini absolutely mm-hmm. i was just like i'll just put him on ebay and something that might happen um mm-hmm. and a couple of people like you know had some incremental very like um very like like small like kind of bids we were getting up to the price of probably what the model would have cost um yeah, like yeah. if you bought it on the shelf um but I was, I was totally thrilled because I was like, okay, we can, we can raise some money and we can do some good for charity. Oh, nice. here. Yeah, cool. Um, and then, so the model like finishes its, its charity auction. I totally kind of forget that it's, it's, uh, so I go and check that it's, it's sold and it, it's sold for about uh, 50 pounds, which I was like, okay, that's like slightly more than the model cost, but I'm, I'm pleased yeah. regardless because of any, um, uh, um, any donation, that's, that's true, you know, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I, 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 go to, I go to like start packing the model up and uh, getting a, getting a box for him, and I'm like, oh, I'll go and check the, uh, the recipient's address, um, and I, I, totally missed that there was a message attached to the, the model, and it was uh, a very, very generous uh, person, um, who. One of my my my, like new hobby goals is to like play a game and like see that Gaz still now on the other side of the table. But they they messaged me across and said, "I think it's really lovely, you know, to see Warhammer um, doing like some, you know, just taking it and doing some good for you know some of the unfortunate things that have happened in the world." Yeah. Um, And they said, "I hope that you aren't discouraged that it sold for like." This amount, you know, I'd imagine you would have liked it to see for uh, to sell for a little more. uh, They said. Mm. Um, So, with this being said, um, you know, we've we've got it for fifty pounds, but we'd like to we'd like to add an additional five hundred to um, to because we we really we really appreciate the thing that you've done and we you've inspired to donate to a a worthy cause. Um, And to which point, when I read that message, I. I was so overwhelmingly emotional. Mm. I I couldn't, I couldn't think, I think I called somebody just to tell, but I can't even Mm. like, just to be like, I know you have no understanding or or bothered about any of my tiny soldier stuff, but like, I need to, I need to just verbalize this. Because I was so, so remarkably blown away by, uh, by such a kind gesture um, that, uh, that, that, that Gaskell model could go on to do some, so much good. And, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's still overwhelming to this day. So I, I really hope, um, wherever that model is, uh, you know, that someone's having a good game with it, or maybe one day I could meet it across the tabletop. Uh, so it's a very special mini to me.
0: That's a lovely idea and a lovely story and well done you. That's, uh, that's fantastic. That is. And I mean, you know, I'm sure, Gaskell isn't too thrilled about doing good for the filthy units but um <laughs> I think the, the rest of the hobby are very thrilled with that idea I think that's lovely uh yeah, yeah.
1: maybe not maybe not Gaskell's first choice yeah no. but <laughs> but Macquarie will be
0: smiling quietly to himself behind him yeah yeah the, the has been done nice that's oh that's lovely um all right well uh yeah you keep Pulling out these great stories for each miniature. It's like you're gonna keep topping them. We've got a couple more to go. (laughs) Um all right, let's try, let's try your next one. Um, which is a very new one, actually. Yeah. Uh a Mark Six space marine for the new Horus Heresy range.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that is very new. I mean, that's so new, it's not even out yet, isn't it? No, it's not, no. Um, yeah, so I um I was I was fortunate enough to um, uh, to be uh, one of sorry I I really need to stage my language actually because I was about to say I was fortunate enough to attend the Horus Heresy Open Day but you that was that actually meant I was lucky it. enough to buy a ticket
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I I realised that was almost a charged sentence <laughs> because there was there was lots of various things that happened there but yes um, I believe that the the tickets were. Uh, 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 like maybe a minute or several minutes or something um very very hard to get a hold of um well
0: yes it comes from the problem that um and this is no one's fault i'm not blaming anyone i'm certainly not games workshop but the warhammer world is not a big place Mm. or a hobby that has become globally huge it's very true it's a converted basketball court with a pub attached to it um it's not large Um, Mm. and so it's yeah it's I think a lot of people were, um, and I think they've still um, got a a fair few um, COVID related restrictions around them so Mm. they probably can't sell as many tickets as they would have done anyway but when it's you know if, if they could have if they'd wanted it to be in Nottingham we've got an arena here we've got um, much bigger event spaces, but obviously, um, Warham World is free, and it's yeah. it's it's made to look like a castle, and all their stuff is there. So I don't blame them at all. Mm. But, uh, yes, you did, but you were one of the lucky few. Yeah, <laughs>
1: twenty nine seconds after they went on sale, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Uh, so it was it was an ordeal, um, but we we made it, um, nice. and we uh, I had a I had a I had a very lovely time. I had. Always wanted to attend the um, uh, the Horus Heresy weekenders, yeah. um, which were. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you've uh, ever attended one yourself.
0: I did. I have been to one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I
0: went. To, I, I went to the Horus Heresy and Necromunda weekend. Uh, weekend. Uh, god, that was been about four years ago.
1: Awesome. That's great because that's actually one I've been to as well.
0: Oh, nice. Well, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, course.
1: oh my god. Yeah. Because it was when you said and Necromunda, that was the one. Um, yeah. But- yeah yeah that was very very awesome um I but yeah I throughout the entire time I've been a Horace heresy fan um uh, since uh since betrayal came out just like yeah. virtually because i I didn't know anyone to play with so I was like very much watching soaking it all in through reading the book watching YouTube videos um, yeah. battle reports that kind of stuff um and I'd always wanted to go to the Weekenders, but I know for a time the tickets were, uh, somewhat like I think they were on pre-sale to the people who had been the last year which meant the same kind of yeah. group went every year yeah. um, and the tickets were once again a little tricky to get hold of mm-hmm. um, so being able to go to this and almost being here at the dawn of like the new edition of of Forest mm-hmm. Heresy was, was really awesome experience to me um, the game is awesome and I've really loved like the dedication of you know of the hobbyists and that they really really care for uh, they they love the narrative um yeah. some of them love painstakingly recreating every single marking yes. counting every single rivet yeah um but and 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 others are like oh well they, this is such a broad space for us to explore you know that we've got i can have my own company of you know this legion who act like this and it's it's so it, it had both sides of the creative spectrum um, and what the, what I was saying, and a lot of people were echoing for years, was that this game really, really needs an accessible route of entry. Um, mm-hmm. It needs it needs a starter set, or it oh, needs yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. it needs a like almost the like a, a signpost of a of a start here. And I know we we had several um, we had several board games that were released over the years.
0: Yeah, Betrayal at Cthulhu and uh, the, the, the the, yeah.
1: One and, the, yeah kind of like only kind of masqueraded as starter sets. Yes. Um, but definitely not to the extent and support that we've seen other um games get. Um, so seeing that and going to the open day and uh, I said the Mark 6 mini because you had the opportunity to uh, to paint one um while you were there. Um it was really great seeing a whole new crowd of um a whole new crowd of people get to experience or be excited about experiencing this this really rich universe that games workshop have been uh, nurturing over the past uh, gosh well like 20 or so years mm. um and it was uh, really really wonderful uh, i've had a great time and also as weirdly as it is um it's the first event i have ever been to where i have had some kind of online presence so i i would usually oh, yeah. go to a thing like on my own but I went to a thing and like some uh, some people came and said hello to me and that was really mm-hmm. nice. Um I remember um, a chap from Games Workshop was going around with a big camera um taking photos and obviously great photos for their website. So here was me in Bugmans like trying to wipe crumbs off of my face thinking mm-hmm. oh, this guy's going to come and take a photo of me like you know, having best a moment having a, yeah mm-hmm. having a nice time, you know, TM at the thing yeah. at the weekend, <laughs> uh, I mean at the open day. Uh, so I get ready for a photo and, and he's immediately just like puts the camera and I was like, oh, hey, Josh, I I, I, nice. I, 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 lo- I, I know you from the internet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I I had no idea. I think I, he must have seen my brain vis- visibly like shut down. Yeah. Um, but it was like really lovely to meet someone who had like taken some value from um, either my articles or just like, just, you know, recognize some of my models. And that was a really strange feeling that I still can't quite wrap my head around. Um, but meeting staff members or like other people have interacted with um on Twitter or yeah. on Instagram um it kind of really had that almost one hobby like this big hobby community that we're all kind of um that, that anyone can be a part of and it was really really positive um so it was tremendous and I was really glad that that Mark 6 mini could like pave my way to this really wholesome space brilliant and uh, how how did you paint your your Mark 6 mini i conversely controversially i've painted it as a word bearer um yeah. my um <laughs> size <laughs> my old heresy army uh was uh, me, uh, is word bearers uh, i've got word bearers and iron hands um and yes. i was i was originally like oh do you know i'll probably do like a new a new batch of word bearers because i've painted them maybe like a. Oh, five or six years ago now, so I I've, I've, I feel like oh you know I've come along as a painter a little bit. I might want to do them yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Um And I, I so I did the Mark Six Mini, but I don't think that's that's where my heart lies now. Um, so no. I think we're going into something a bit new for Heresy a uh, t- uh, second edition. Good, good. Well, yes, um, yeah. Get
0: you away from those filthy word bearers who do have. <laughs> I've got to say some of the best models in that range with all the the mutating demonic stuff mm. um it's, the, it's the chaos
1: clutches like you were saying from
0: that's, day one it gets back <laughs> to you and you can't escape it it's, yeah. Uh, yeah so all right let's let's move on to one of the latest minis that you have painted because i we are we are we, we've taken up a lot of your time so let's move on a little cool. bit <clears throat> with some alacrity um cragnos
1: yeah that's a big one <laughs> certainly is it certainly is um I yeah Cragnos is my most recent um my most recent mini that I have um, been working on <clears throat> and that's uh that's actually part of um a wider like ogre uh like destruction kind of whatever I feel like painting um a yeah. <laughs> kind of army that I have been working on for um how Games Workshop are doing New Year, New Army kind of slash Armies on Parade uh, 2022. Um, I've never entered Armies on Parade before. Um, um,
0: you did once. I did it once and I I hated it because uh, me and my friends all tried to win so that we could all take our boards up to uh, whatever it was, the Warhammer Fest that year. And um, so we split up and I lost. Well, I came second in the store I went to because some guy brought in all of his mates and got them to vote for him and I, all, oh. of mine, all of mine were in the different shops around london also suffering a similar fate oh <laughs> so,
1: gosh yeah that yeah. that's um that, that that doesn't sound uh that doesn't sound fun no, um but it's,
0: it is a lot of fun to work on that project because it's
1: yeah it's, 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 um absolutely great. i mean like yeah i've i've um i've never i've never been able to like i've, I've either not had stuff ready in time or i've kind of yeah. not had the focus uh to uh to do something like that but this year, uh, they've kind of like changed their branding around, where it's like an, an all year kind of like project. They kind of rolled New Year, New Army yeah. into it, where you have. Um, I think you had to do like a, a start collecting box or a small a small selection in February, and then after that, yeah. it was a um, a behemoth, uh, which so I painted a mega gargant uh, for that. Nice um, and the so the the one that's coming at the end of June. Uh, 2022 is um, is Gods of War, um, yeah. for which I was like, "There's not much bigger than a gargant," um, but somehow Kragnos is very yeah. big. He's, um, he's a
0: big boy. Yes.
1: Yeah, um, and it was it was actually totally not a, like I I kind of planned a little bit of the army as I was going on. I was like, it was it was planned on just being like ogres, because uh, the um, the ogre start collecting boxes are really great for um, just getting an army on the table quickly. But yeah. the more and more I couldn't stop myself from like being drawn to to that mini, um, and he was a really really fun to work on. Um, I translated kind of a. Um, I, I actually took a lot of inspiration from the forty k like Death Guard, like the green, yeah, um, yeah. the green and um, like the purple and the bone there, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I, I, I kind of thought about like adapting that onto like a, a natural kind of like beast or bestial uh, miniature mm. um, and that actually like I, I mean I I think it came out pretty well um, yeah it like, did I and, think
0: the green skin works fantastically well I think that? yeah
1: Yeah. I mean um, he's the, the green and purple some have had jabs that he's just the Hulk now, um you know because i was like death guard right and they're like no the hulk and i was like oh yeah that would also that could have also done it maybe a bit of background marvel situa- I, <laughs> saturation I can
0: absolutely see him rampaging across the mortal realm smashing into a, a stormcast Army, I and just shouting "Cragnoss, smash
1: yeah same energy right
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's great
1: um and yeah and he's he's still a remnant of my um my kind of endeavor to paint larger miniatures Um, at the moment Uh, so it's all been it's all kind of been like a happy marriage of the challenges that I've been working towards and this being a really um, accessible way for me to kind of approach Armies on Parade and that I've now got most of it done already so I'm hoping now uh, I can carry on and uh, and get something submitted and Kragnos should hopefully be like one of the kind of center stage because he's well yeah he's very big <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he he is very big but and he looks very nice i've got to say i like that thank and, you um, but you also mentioned one of the things you're you're working on perhaps at the moment that you haven't finished is um the bringer of sorrow uh dominion ziphon himself um,
1: yeah so um... uh,
0: <laughs> blood angels there is it
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and people, I can just imagine people. Like, oh, he's going to do something different from Word Bearers. You know, a Red Army. He's going to do another <laughs> Red Army. Yeah, but you're doing
0: <laughs> yes, Josh. But now you're doing the the good Red Army,
1: the best good side army. of Red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> he's. Um, I've I've been. I was really inspired by um, by Blood Angels, and I was actually all the best that- bizarre. You know. Well, I'm going to, I think I might let you down though, John, because, um, I was, I was actually inspired by, um, uh, I was actually inspired by the Cabanda model. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And the, model. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's got an absolutely incredible resin base with, um, with, blo- with like crumpled Blood Angel and he's got, he's got Sanguinius's feathers that have, like, fallen yeah. on, like, various parts of the miniature.
0: And like, I mean, if you wanted he was at, he was at the Siege of Terror. They could be, I mean, the Dreadnoughts, I think, I've, I've noticed is very blood-angely, but I think that, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a, an imperial fist and a white scar, and they, yeah, they could yeah. be some of the feathers that Jagatikan... <laughs> Carries around with from things. his
1: from his rough or something, or from yeah. his eagles yeah, or it's things. Not yeah. necessarily uh,
0: <laughs> the noble and wonderful soul that is sanguineous but you know, of yeah, course, it really is. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I, I it was at, so it was half that and half. Um, I'm glad you mentioned about the uh, Horus Heresy and Necromunda weekend because there was that mm. incredible uh, Cygnus Prime display. Um, yes. yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with, the, or just that, I think it might have a home in Warhammer world at the moment. I've not, been right. the, does, the museum, yeah. um, awesome. yeah. Um, so that, um, I just kind of was like, you know, that would be a really awesome thing to have like a, kind of like a blood angel, like collection and maybe paint up Sanguineous and paint up Cabanda. If, even if just for yeah. like, just for sitting on the shelf and looking happy, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was it just kind of was like, you know, what? Maybe I could, maybe I could do, um, maybe I could do blood angels. Maybe I could try out some, uh, like, some filigree and things instead of, um, uh, like, kind of firing tattoos and all the, all the cultish, like, word bearer accoutrements. I can instead paint a million blood drops.
0: Yes, you, you get used to the <laughs> blood drops. It's fine. You know, they they become second nature
1: after the end. Um, yeah and um yeah and because the uh the time of recording at least the porous heresy stuff isn't out yet i've i've just kind of had that itch to scratch so i was like well um dominion uh like just come out so i was like yeah let's start that
0: great nice well i wish you all the very best of luck with the the glorious ninth legion who are definitely the best legion um, (laughs) by what anyone else says um Josh, it's been wonderful. Um, thank you so much for talking to us. I've got two questions mm-hmm. that I ask all of my guests uh, to end our, our little chats. Okay. Uh, the first one is, what's your favourite paint? Ooh. That's the noise um, everyone makes. Everyone does the ooh, and I'm really happy you
1: did too. Well done. Great. You can have like a <laughs> like a compilation of famous oohs. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I'll do that as a special episode one day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, my my mind immediately, um, my mind immediately went to God. It's going to be immortalized now if I say it. Um, it went to rack flesh. Actually, okay. Um, yeah, uh, and it is. I think it's because I've I've painted a lot of word bearers uh, and, oh, and yeah. used that for parchment and also various um, like pallid skin tones yeah. um, and. Yeah. Uh I and just like like highlighting like other kind of like like bases and stuff. It's been it's been one that I've I always find myself reaching for. Mm. Um that is such a good question. I was like, Oh my god, I'll never <laughs> think of it. And then it immediately was so I was like, It's gotta be that then. It's gotta yep. be that.
0: Yeah, yeah, good. No, it's it's great. I like it with um <laughs> a little bit of Drucci violet over it. Yeah. It? uh highlighting it up and making it look really sort of vampiric and it just sort of finds its in way there. into yeah.
1: it just it just finds its way into all my projects some some way or other
0: nice yeah we've all got that i mean yes the one that uh, is not my favorite the one that finds its way into all my projects is xv88 which i just think is lovely mm. it reminds me of caramel and then i get hungry when i'm painting um, <laughs> anyway the 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 final question if you could have if the, apart from Dominion Ziphon or anything, mm. well, I don't know, it could be heresy-related if you want, uh, if you could paint any miniature next, it could be one that exists, one that doesn't exist, one that you've ha- dreamt of in a dream or one that you've heard rumours of. Yeah. What
1: would be the next miniature that you'd like to paint? The next miniature I would like to paint would be a... It doesn't exist. Uh, it would be a Lion of Edassa. Um okay which is a faction that was in the uh the Gotrek Realm Slayer um like audio uh drama oh,
0: wow. okay. um
1: and it was a it was a human faction um that um one of the one of the characters Jordane had uh, uh, had come from um and i they they basically just in my head um i b- i believe that you you have to like slay an Adassin lion or something to become part so they're all covered in like pelts but they have real um real like black panther energy um like real real uh like wakanda uh energy for me and i i'm aware that um like you know we're we're, maybe in the future we might see like what mortals in the mortal realms look like but they've always been a really cool um little like faction to me and i'd love to i'd love love to try and figure them out i remember the, the high elves had those lion kits every now and then, but they went the way yeah. of the dodo. So I can't.
0: Oh, so the, the white lions of crace, I think they were called. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I, I'd have to figure something out one day, but yeah, no, that is definitely, it's a lion of Adassa. So lion uh, of Adassa.
0: Wow, that yeah. sounds pretty cool. I've, I've not read the book, so I had no idea that existed, but now I do. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah. No um, worries. <laughs> and speaking of, thank you very much, Josh, this has been an absolute pleasure, a treat for me to have your, my life miniatures. And, uh, I hope you've had fun. I've had a lot of
1: fun and,
0: um, yeah thank you very much for being a guest
1: oh, thank you so much john i i've had a had a great time and thanks for listening
0: cheers well there you go uh that was my chat with josh um and what a lovely chat it was uh genuinely so many inspiring and pleasant stories about uh the hobby and his miniatures i mean it got to the point i thought you know what's Cragnos going to be did that help you somehow Save a bus full of nuns and children and puppies or something. But, you know, <laughs> I joke. But, um, no, Josh was a fantastic guest, and, and that was really nice. And I hope that's given you a bit of ho- hobby positivity to take away as well. Um, as I mentioned at the start, if you want to follow Josh and get a daily dose of hobby positivity, um, Twitter, Prince of Beltan, Instagram, Fresh Prince of Belton, or you can go to Princeofbeltan.com. Uh, which is his blog. And that's us for another week. Um, I'm going to dive straight into editing another episode because um, I've actually got some holiday time uh, coming up and I don't want to spend it sat in front of a computer, at uh, least for because my better half will probably be quite upset with me if I do. So... Um, I'm going to jump into editing a, another one that will come out a week after this, although in my time it will be really strange and it will only be like a couple of hours later. But, you know, we'll see how that all works. Uh, yeah, this has been another uh, edition of My Life in Miniatures. I hope you've enjoyed it. Do remember that you can you can find me on Instagram at my underscore life underscore in underscore miniatures. Um, and yeah, you'll have updates, you see my hobby, um, and yeah, enjoy it. I hope you have a lovely, lovely time, a lovely week, uh, and yeah, I've just my computer's now confusing me with a, a notification about Zoom not being able to connect, which I wasn't even asking it to, but anyway, this is how professional we are at My Life in Miniatures, I'll tell you that. Uh, oh, my phone's just binged as well, because I forgot to put that on silent. All the wins today. Uh, so i'm gonna go off and put my phone on silent and uh tell zoom to be quiet and um go work on another episode for you so uh i hope you've had a lovely week i hope you've suffered this amount of me waffling on um uh yeah have a wonderful week ahead of you and we will catch you uh, again very soon um, all the best